This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, September 5th, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. The school choice movement has for years been dominated by talk of education vouchers, that idea put forth by Milton Friedman in the 1950s. But is it still the best option for expanding school choice and creating a true marketplace for education? Adam Schaefer is a policy analyst at the Cato Institute. He says that tax credits have gotten short shrift in the struggle for more and better school choice options, while vouchers have gotten more and perhaps some undeserved attention. The two basic types are personal use and donation tax credits. Personal use are just used by the family that claims the uh, tax credit on their tax return. And donation tax credits are given to scholarship organizations that then provide scholarships to needy families, uh, uh, lower-income families that need some help. How do these tax credits function? Uh, well, basically, it's real simple. You spend a certain amount of money on, on uh, education, say $2,000. If you have a tax liability, if you owe the this, this state or local government something, you take that right off your tax bill. So if you owe $3,000, spend 2000 on education, uh, you only owe $1,000 to the state. Um, same thing goes if you donate money to a scholarship organization. Uh, and in, in that case, uh, the scholarship money is then provided to uh, a low-income family. Where do these types of tax credits operate right now? Well, um, Arizona has a, um, a personal, well, uh, individual donation tax credit. Um, Minnesota, Iowa, uh, Illinois all have personal use tax credits. They're pretty, pretty small scale. They, they don't give a, a very large benefit to families. Pennsylvania has a business donation tax credit. So does Florida. Uh, those are the biggest and most popular probably programs out there. Tax credits are typically broad-based. Vouchers are often targeted, especially to the poor, and poor people don't typically claim high incomes and therefore would not necessarily benefit from a tax credit, personal use tax credit. How would a donation tax credit uh, help them? The majority of the tax credit programs out there are still targeted to uh, low-income individuals. The, The donation tax credit in Arizona doesn't have an income uh, limit. In Pennsylvania and Florida, they uh, do have an income limit and all the donations go to low-income families. So uh, the donation part of the tax credit is how you provide for uh, lower-income families. And then for people who are a little bit higher income and have have a tax liability, they can use their their money to spend on on their child's education. Now, you've argued that tax credits may in some cases be harder to understand than the basic voucher, but you nonetheless support them. Can you give just a quick rundown on why you think tax credits may be preferable to vouchers? Well, the, there's a couple more steps in a tax credit program. Um, obviously, it's it, you have to deal with your own uh, uh, tax return. Um, for low-income families, they need to go to uh, a scholarship organization for help, and someone needs to donate the money to that scholarship organization and take the credit. It's a little little bit more complicated than the government sending a family a check to use at the school that they want. Uh, the result is, is pretty much the same, except for taxpayers have more control over their own money in the tax credit system than the voucher system. Between vouchers and tax credits, what is the relationship between the source of the money and the beneficiaries of those funds? Right. Well, in a, a tax credit system, taxpayers have control over where their money goes. In a voucher system, they still send their money to the government. The government sends it to families. In a tax credit system, they get much more involved uh, if you support a particular kind of education, secular, religious, 
um, a particular focus, math focus or science or the arts. You can choose to fund those kinds of options. You can choose to help particular children, uh, your niece, your nephew, maybe uh, your grandchildren. Um, it also brings in the participation of businesses into the education system. They donate to scholarship organizations in Pennsylvania. That's the case. And they become very much involved in their community and, uh, and, and directly support education. So I think it, it pulls communities together and it gives taxpayers control over their own funds. Adam Schaefer is a policy analyst for the Cato Institute. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. You can read more on school choice issues at our website, cato.org.